fleet trucks. No, actually, owner operator. It was a DD15 uh, code not reaching temperature, mm -hmm. and it was just a seventh injector. It was clogged up. Yeah. My name is Jose, guys. How's it going, man? Good, man. I just got a one quick request. Do it. I need to sit on that side now. Really? <laughs> Let's do it. We should, we, should, we should do it. Well, I was on a little break. It came back, and we haven't had an episode for some time. We have yeah, two videos. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, you and I, at least, we haven't had an episode for some time. Good month, I would say. Yeah. Uh, which we have guests and we have things coming out but uh we are it's just a weird time in summer right now people are taking off it's i, w I took off and uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun but what's been happening in the shop got the shop for uh cleaned up power washed um we yeah, got a we got a new tech things. in the shop yeah andy andy uh what else we got going on the uh, three overhauls <laughs> back to back <laughs> Stay away yeah. from the 12.7 guys. Yeah, no, no, they uh, they're over, uh, overhauls that we knew were gonna happen. Yeah, one of them was sitting outside. Uh, the one on 52, that one just happened out of nowhere. Uh, the fuel and the coolant. Yeah, that's a that injector cup issue. But at the mileage that that, that engine has, yeah. we're just gonna go ahead and yeah, do the in-frame. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we do have another one with the low power. I think oil consumption. Uh, yeah yeah so well, plenty of work andy is our overhaul overhaul guy. you uh you're gonna probably get the overhaul one of them too but yeah other than that just um trucking along doing what we got to do and today we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about the common after treatment after issues. treatment issues we haven't had a, a sp we haven't specified any in any videos. We we will uh, post pictures here. So if somebody's listening, check out the YouTube channel. But we we will post pictures on the things we talk about, just so it's easier to uh, understand. So we, what yeah, and I didn't want to do an, a walk around because it's loud, and then uh, we probably could do a separate video standalone on. But I think it's a it's a good conversation topic too for the common issues, right? Yep. How are you? How have you been for your weekend? What's going on? I haven't. We haven't. Just talked about what's going on with you well i went on vacation and then uh i came back you were gone yeah and yeah. then every, uh man where did you where'd you go i went down to florida okay yeah we went down to orlando miami and then uh daytona with the boys beach beach time yeah beach like, time. did you go to uh disney world disney uh, no or? we went to was it orlando uh universal and then we went to aquatica some other oh, attraction yeah, yeah. Yeah. but the rain the weather kind of ruined it but yeah yeah it is what it is well, we yeah. still had fun yeah that's good Let's kick it in. Uh, what are the after treatment systems? Just a quick, a quick, um, just pretty much, that's kind of obvious, right? But what are the after treatment systems? You have your DOC, DPF, SCR. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, <coughs> after treatment, uh, we can any emission system emissions. would plus EGR. EGR yeah, yeah correct. Uh, so... Well, I want to talk about two, two, two ones. Do you separate them into... Uh, well, at least that's what we call them. Um, is a sep separate system, after treatment system, and the one box. The one box. Right. Um, uh, sometimes the separate one is called stacked, just because the how the filters are laid out. Um, do you want to touch on that really quick? Uh, why would 
why the difference in 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 the way they do it and because one box came in later because of that was what like 17 16 17 no. for some for different manufacturers yeah. it was different i believe yeah, it's different years it was uh, <coughs> 16 for 17 volvo and then um freiliner had it since earlier very early. earlier yeah mm -hmm. so we want to talk about that really quick uh, what's that preventing from doing and why is one box or is it um w a worse design in in our preference in our fleet we prefer the stack design mm -hmm. uh for the reason being the components are sold individually uh cost effective maintenance i would yeah. say it's a lot easier yeah. uh we definitely want to stay away from that uh one box yeah well well uh, we're not gonna have a choice soon eventually we're gonna have to get into that yeah uh, i'd say what two years down the line you know, yeah. might have to update and add some more trucks to the, yeah. to the fleet. so the one box you what can <coughs> you take out of that why is it called one? Uh, on the on the Cascadia's, the only thing you can take out is the DPFs, mm -hmm. DOCs, and the SCR is all in one piece. I've heard that they they are serviceable. I heard of guys sometimes the DOCs get clogged up and mm -hmm. they push them. Uh, they get so clogged up that they start pushing. They clean them and they push them back in place. They press them. Interesting. In. Yeah. That's from what I've heard. You've heard that? Yeah. Mm. We've yeah. We, we haven't had, had a with that. no. Um. Okay, so let's talk about uh, first maybe the seven injector issues. That's a common issue, something that we could touch on, right? Temperatures and why is it not reaching temperature? Not reaching temperature. Mm -hmm. You want to explain what seven injector does and why it's... it's Actually, it's a good thing that you mentioned that we had that the other day with one of our uh, fleet trucks. No, actually, owner-operator. It was a DD-15 uh, code not reaching temperature. Mm -hmm. And it was just a seventh injector. It was clogged up. Yeah. So that's a common issue. Common issue. Volvos, it, any I mean, engine. Any engine. Why is it... Um, what does it mean if it's not, not, not making heat or if it's not reaching temperature? What so when it? it's clogged up, it's not uh, pushing out enough fuel to reach that temperature. You got the temperatures there from the exhaust, mm -hmm. but you don't have that fuel to reach the uh, required DPF temperatures. Yeah. I believe that when we were running the regen for maybe 20 minutes and it wasn't going past like 300 once we replaced it, that, that started climbing up real quick. Yeah. And there's, the, other than the seven injector issue, you have uh, temperature sensors there. Which temperature are, sensors. There are, there are two, right? And they're measuring the temperature, obviously. And those could go also bad. Yeah. They, they, they go bad. But what, what's the other reason that you wouldn't be able to reach the temperature? We talked about it before. We just talked about mm -hmm. it. Uh, I was doing a region on one of our units. It had the same code and it, I ran the region, and from what I was hearing, it has a big boost leak. Mm -hmm. Charge air cooler, I think, busted up in the front. Yeah. So airflow's not, not getting insufficient air. Yeah. yeah, so that's 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 the other issue that you could have with that. But that's a yeah, common boost leaks, thing. air leaks. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the seventh injector. Or what I've seen before is uh, you have the sensors uh, in the wrong location, so you're reading different temps, and it's not... Mm -hmm. It's not letting it uh, regen. Correct. But that usually happens after you do a DPF cleaning. Mm -hmm. The guy's kind of... You know, it can happen. We all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You forget the location or you didn't label it. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, we will talk about it later on. But that's that's um, that's a good one. That's that's the issues. That's a common issue with seven injector. Um, what's what else going down the system now? What, what else uh, could we talk about as far as, you know, SCR and you know, all, all the filters when you're looking at uh, DOC DPF and then the chamber 
the mixing chamber for the EF, right? Yeah. So common cracks that we've mm -hmm. uh, done probably a couple of videos on those before. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a really common spot. Uh, you have uh, also dev buildup right there. That yeah. also is going to restrict the. So it does the so so the dev buildup. So when you're looking from the top, you got the DOC deep, uh, DPF and then the the chamber. So the the buildup in there that's the where def is injected into the system right to mix it to go to the scr and it's it's building up there because why air is getting in there and it's uh the def fluid is being exposed to air yeah and it's so crystallizing so that is that is an important distinction is that volvo has that airline crack um in, on in that spot right by that yep. injector the, the def we've seen a lot dozer not injector. crack on the top and then we've seen maybe let's say three that have cracked on the lower side mm -hmm. as well yeah but my question <coughs> is if there is no crack do you still get a buildup? it's possible if the if the if you're not getting air from the crack maybe possibly it's like a v-clamp or a clamp, bellow yeah, yeah. yeah. bellow is cracked and it's, yeah so exactly so that's that's a that's a common issue we've seen with in that spot um so definitely inspect it for cracks if yeah. there's any leak uh, any air any air, uh, hairline crack or anything like that uh, it's got to be well addressed because it's just going to be a build up and and that's a that's a that's a that's one of the most common ones with that especially over winter yeah and then uh, depending on the seasons too um what uh, what else the, uh, differential pressure sensors maybe we can talk about the sensors there we've seen a, a couple of blown up before mm -hmm. uh, the back side of the sensor blows up yeah. also the hose is uh, blowing up on them as well as yeah. well with um, on the D13s the EGR cooler well it's the EGR pipe coming from the exhaust going into the intake mm -hmm. on the cooler outlet yeah those like to blow up due yeah. to heat yeah but Definitely, as far as sensors, the differential pressure sensor and the knock sensor are w a common issue. Common issues. Uh, and and w why is that? Well, let's talk about first the differential pressure. What's what is what is that doing? That's reading the pressures. Be the di it pretty much explains itself. Differential <laughs> pressure. <laughs> uh, the difference in two different uh, locations. So mm -hmm. the DPF inlet, DPF outlet. Yeah. And it's gonna give the ECM an idea of how clogged up that filter is. Yeah. Uh, so not not necessarily always it's always the DPF it's it, it might be the sensor sensoring up yeah. Uh, yeah or you can get like a clogged tube a couple yeah. other things yeah so that's a common thing we see and knock sensors are pretty knock sensors yeah intense as far as we actually got a good amount of them in stock because of the back order right now yeah and we usually recommend OEM <laughs> OEM oh, yeah. is probably the yeah. best uh, from what we've learned we already learned our lesson on a that. lesson on aftermarket uh, just out of nowhere. We did like a little trial and error and we yeah, yeah. we usually go with OE or whoever produces for the OE. Correct. Same, same, same place. Uh, what are knock sensors? Can you explain that? So the knock sensor is reading the amount of uh, nitrogen oxide leaving the engine. This way it gives the ECM, the ACM an, uh, a signal or a reading of how much depth to push out. Mm -hmm. To meet that NOx efficiency. Yeah. And they, they like to act, act up. Um, you, th you think... Why do you think there there's such a common... I mean, out of all the sensors, I feel like we're s swapping those more than anything. Am I wrong? 
I, I think they have their their. Uh, see, we, we when we replaced them on our fleet, mm-hmm. they were on the older side. They didn't look like True. they were touched. Yes, right, so I yeah. think that's why we felt like we were replacing them often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially it, on the last batch that we got. And I would almost suggest when you buy a truck and you don't know when it will swap, it helps to swap it. Yeah. Um, just to to not have issues down the road, right? And uh, okay, cool. What else? Uh, what else is there as far as? Uh, common issues any def anything def tank uh you want to talk about the older versus new newer designs for the older design that was i would say for the def the def pump right uh, yeah uh i don't know the the the, the year, year but there was a switch between air operated to elect- electric pump and they they had a lot of issues we had some trucks in the back in the day i don't remember what year it was and like that was 13 like up. yeah i think so 11 12 and that was that's that's a design that they they switched it to electric pump and then uh i think it's been better i guess but yeah, it's still there's definitely. still issues with it i think the only clogged. issues yeah they get clogged up filters from now filters not being replaced on time mm-hmm. or sometimes you have a bad wire and it's just acting up it'll throw a d-ray yeah. code and then sitting for a long time too yeah that's that's just gonna uh, cause uh, the system to not not have the flow that it needs to have uh, leaks leaks, leaks. Uh, also kinks in the lines that's mm-hmm. going to prevent the flow as well yeah yeah um, so on all that since it's such a heavy sensor monitored system I have it noted here that harness uh, and as as complicated complicated as my seam the harness oftentimes we always look at you always want to look at that because you never know what the previous owner or whatever previous shop did and like you mentioned before people swapping things or putting back together or swapping a sensor and then messing up the harness and then all of a sudden you get corrosion somewhere and yeah. it's throwing everything out and i would say yeah you have a good point right there but that comes from like either like inexperienced techs or DIYs, mm-hmm. a lot. They start poking at the cables, yes. and instead of doing something good, instead of back probing, you're piercing the wires, exposing yeah. them to corrosion. Yeah. So all, all, everything. Yeah. So that I just wanted to mention that because you know when buying a tr- used truck, that you want to look at that because you you don't know what people were probing but or checking. That goes across the board. It could be yeah, even headlight harness, which is a common thing. Headlights, yeah, lights. But, but with a headline, you're still gonna make it home. You know, no, yeah, absolutely. With, yeah. <laughs> with emissions, you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. And headlight or anything electrical around a truck, just like you said, well, you know, lights, it's, it's fine. But this is a little bit more important to, to kind of keep in mind with with the harness. Maintenance is on time, right? We I had a con- conversation with somebody yesterday. I didn't tell you. Uh, he's going to be on the podcast too soon. But deleting and experience having people that deleted praising deletes and you know i was like uh, again uh, I, we believe it's sitting on a ticking bomb and somebody had i know a decent amount of trucks that they, they were deleted but it was done recently right so and they're good for now but give it the 200 let's say 300 dollars a mile mark that's mm-hmm. when they start having the issues yeah yeah and so i don't want to get into that because we've covered that topic significantly but the ma- maintenance part on that is like when you're seven hundred thousand eight hundred thousand dollar i mean mile truck and and you're just operating fine 
and no issues with S- with emissions. Well, that means that truck is operating great, awesome. It was maintained properly, yeah. but now we have to start thinking about whipping out a decent amount just to prevent, you know, Break, major breakdowns. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that um, we've talked about uh, him and I, and it was like, yeah, I think you either go the delete route or you either uh, well I'm just going to start I'm just going to get a new one box you know not worry about it because yeah. I was a Freightliner particularly so and that's where it gets expensive yeah but at that mileage that 800,000 mileage if you've had it for some oh, time oh you have issues it, to that mileage, it yeah. is yeah then then I would say it's a it's an expense that I would do ahead of time yeah I mean uh, preventative maintenance just order and put it on don't yeah. worry about it you know Great. Um, anything else you want to add? Anything else that we missed? Uh, let us in. Let us know in comments. I know there's a few things. Those are the major probably things. I think what's another big thing is know where you're buying your duff, your duff yeah, fuel from. Yeah, Remember exactly. we had that big issue. Yeah, yeah. If you're an owner op, you can probably stock up at Sam's Club, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carry a few in the truck. Yeah, a good quality duff is important. And one it when, once it's once. Uh, temperature changes happen then then you see more and more the bad quality ones are just garbage yep uh, clogging up the systems and yeah we're going to do the same thing uh, for our fleet this winter we always now we, we've ordered once now we're going to order again again wanna, wanna another have, tote yeah I want to have um, it's, it's, it's hard because with a lot of trucks you just have to have everybody stop and get it but um, we, de- we definitely recommend knowing where yeah where you're getting that from well, I guess that was what our our first winter with the Duff. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a learning process. Yeah. Um, yeah. We learned that certain fuel stations watered down Duff or whatever the scenario was. Exactly. Great. Thank you guys for watching. Let us know what else we can cover as far as um, uh, emissions or anything else. Let us know what you guys think. It does help when you guys subscribe. We. Um, it's it's helps tremendously so if you like the episode just subscribe and that's it uh, for today just kind of wanted to add on there real quick guys yeah uh since we just hired a new tech we're mm-hmm. getting on to up to speed right now we have another guy coming back i know you guys are calling we can't get to you guys right now unfortunately yeah. we're, we're just taking care of our fleet right now yes that's a good point we are uh, we are taking care of our fleet we do have people coming back from vacations and we will let everybody know and it's going to be official if we open back up and so yeah, just we bear with people, us yeah. yeah we appreciate you guys reaching out and we 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 have to we, we're gonna do a better job communicating on when and how we're opening up to the public but it's it, it's coming it's coming it's yeah. coming so yeah that's a good idea thank you for bringing that up thank you guys subscribe share and we'll talk to you soon